Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you tonight with exceedingly abundantly and lots of overflowing joy, joy, joy. Oh, it's good to be with you this evening. The title of this message is A Time to Rejoice. As we approach Palm Sunday, it's always a wonderful time to reflect on the beauty and the goodness of God, and that God sending His Son Jesus was the greatest gift to mankind. Yet, it was the suffering servant who really delivered the gift of salvation to mankind who deserves the glory and praise. In John chapter 12, we read of the triumphal entry, starting with verses 12. And I'm reading tonight completely out of the uh, King James Version, if you want to follow me. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they had heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel! Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. In Luke's account, chapter 19, starting with verses 28 through 40, I'm going to go ahead and read those so you can follow with me. And it says, when he, Jesus, had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where, as you enter, you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, Why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to him, Because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to them, Why are you loosing the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of him. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt. And they set Jesus on him, and as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then, as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to Jesus from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered them and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately 
cry out. Zechariah, a prophet instrumental in helping to get the people motivated to rebuild the temple after it was destroyed by the Babylonians, lived roughly 500 years before Jesus' birth. In the book of Zechariah, which he authored, he wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, and it reads, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. From John's account, Luke's account, and Zechariah's prophetic words, the people were to rejoice and praise with a loud voice. They were to shout. In other words, they were to be excited and proclaim Jesus as king. And of course, they did. The Pharisees were so offended that they called to Jesus from the crowd and said, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. So this is what I want to say this evening. Folks, this is not a time to be sad or to be silent. The king came. The king died. He rose again. And that king is coming again. It is a season to rejoice. When you think of how the Lord redeemed you out of the pit of sin, redeemed you out of darkness, out of lust, perversion, drunkenness, addictions, vile behavior, vile language, out of the most sordid lifestyle, it's time to rejoice. Imagine the sinless Savior exchanging his pure life of goodness, love, light, peace, joy for our disgusting, sinful life. That is a true miracle. We weren't worthy of this sacrificial act, yet Jesus gave his life that we would be pulled up out of the ugly circumstances of life into his marvelous kingdom of light. For many in this world who don't know Jesus as their Savior, I have come to the conclusion that they just don't understand what the cross is all about. They don't understand His unconditional love. They don't understand His compassion and mercy toward them. If they did, They would want to know him as Lord and Savior. Surely, surely they would. Could it be that we have lost our saltiness? We have lost the joy of our salvation? Life has been hard and harsh. And we've let the world come and dull our senses, dull our passion and fervor for the Lord. You see, it happens 
little by little, when we forget to thank the Lord and praise Him for all He's done for us. I guess the question might be, do we carry the aroma of the world? That, that aroma, that aroma of the world is prideful, argumentative, it's selfish, it's immoral, it's language that is coarse, mean, and spiteful. Or do we carry the aroma of heaven? 2 Corinthians 2, 14 and 15 says this, Paul wrote, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. So you see what Paul's saying? I mean, I find this pretty profound because through us, Christ diffuses the fragrant of his knowledge in every place. And as his uh, body of Christ, we are that fragrance among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing, those who do not know Christ and who may at any moment leave this earth forever. So I can tell you this. Everyone can praise him in good times, right? I mean, it's easy to praise the Lord when your life is just on a high and everything seems to be going your way, it is really easy to praise the Lord. It is really easy to give him thanks. But can you praise him when things are difficult? See, we need to carry the aroma of Christ. We must, we must not just need to, we must carry the fragrance of Christ. Here's, you know, this is how simply I put it. No one wants to smell your smelly, stinking aroma because you can't be joyful and Christ-like. I mean, who would want to be around somebody that smelled stinky, smelly, because they're miserable and they're irritated and they're angry and they're overwhelmed? Seriously. When you carry the aroma of the world, it stinks. It's nauseating. And honestly, it's offensive. But you see, when you carry the fragrance of heaven, Jesus is called the lily of the valley. He's also called the rose of Sharon. So that just tells you that he is fragrant with wonderful, beautiful smells. And when we spend time with him, ah, then we begin to carry his fragrance. And when we allow him to mold us and shape us and make us like him, 
you know, his divine nature, mm, then we will begin to smell like lilies of the valley or the rose of Sharon. Ultimately, we're going to carry the aroma of Christ. When we do carry his fragrance, we are really a delight to be around. So think about it. Do you want to be a stinky, smelly Christian carrying that stinky, smelly aroma of the world? Or would you like to carry that sweet, sweet fragrance of heaven? Jesus in you, the light of the world. Amen. So it's time to rejoice in the Lord. It's time to shout to our King. When you have Jesus, you have hope, for sure. When you have Jesus, you have joy. You have peace. And see, that's regardless of the difficult trial that you are in. Because James writes, and I know you're familiar with this scripture, but see, ooh, we don't like to read this scripture. We don't like to hear this scripture. So don't turn me out or turn me off now. But James says in chapter 1, 2, and 3, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. In other words, difficulties, tough times, tough circumstances. Count it all joy. Why? Because James says, knowing that the testing of your faith is going to accomplish something. He says it's going to produce patience. He says, but let patience have its perfect work. That means thorough, not perfect, perfect. It means let patience have its thorough work that you and I may be perfect. And again, that word there means mature and complete, lacking nothing. Wow. I I mean, I don't know that you have a, let's have an epiphany about that scripture because look, when we count it joy, when we come into a trial, a difficulty, a circumstances that overwhelms us, we have to know that when our faith is tested, it will produce patience. And that patience is going to do something so miraculous, so marvelous. It's going to have a thorough work so that we can be mature and complete, lacking not a daggone thing. Wow. Come on, are you a Christian or not? Look, I'm going to read Psalm 118, which is a psalm that's a praise to God for his everlasting mercy. And I'm going to read Psalm 47 after that. So this is Psalm 118. And I like this psalm. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And I have to say, amen, amen. For his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. 
I'm sure you and I have called on the Lord in distress. It says, I called on the Lord in in distress and the Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song. And he has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Oh, this was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray. Send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God. And I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Oh, I like that. Okay, Psalm 47. Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome, for he is a great king over all the earth. 
He will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us, the excellence of Jacob whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. And he is greatly exalted. So I think you can see that just in these two psalms, and there are plenty of psalms I could have chosen because there's so many psalms that talk about praising God, thanking God, and that's where we want to be. See, it is a time to rejoice no matter what is going on in your life. And, and, and I know that you could say, oh, Dawn, you just don't understand. Listen, you're talking to the wrong person and you're barking up the wrong tree. I have been through the most difficult, life-shattering experiences. And here I am praising and rejoicing God. So you can't tell me. You can't give me an excuse because there really are no excuses. James says, rejoice. Rejoice for those trials that have come your way. And let patience have its perfect work, its thorough work, so that we end up being mature. We Look, you can't be a baby Christian for the rest of your life. It's time to grow up and mature. And then you will lack nothing. That says a whole lot to me. So as we approach this holy season, make it a time to rejoice. For our king has come and he's coming again. I'd like you to pray this with me. Just say, oh Lord, thank you for pulling me up out of the pit of darkness. Thank you for redeeming my life that I may serve you all the days of my life. And even though I face hardships all the day long, I will still rejoice and praise you for you are my God and my Savior. Amen. Well, I want to close this show with a great song by the Gaither Vocal Band called The King is Coming. I think it will encourage you. I think you will surely rejoice. I can tell you that when I listened to it, it actually brought me to my knees and I sobbed. It had a different effect on me. So I want you to enjoy that song and I want you to have a blessed Palm Sunday. And I want you to rejoice. 
The marketplace is empty No more traffic in the streets All the builders' tools are silent No more time to harvest wheat Busy housewives cease their labors In the courtroom, no debate Work on earth has been suspended As the king comes through the gate The king is coming The king is coming I just heard the trumpet sounding And now his face I see The King is coming The King is coming Praise God He's coming for me Happy faces line the hallway Those whose lives have been repealed And broken homes that he has mended Those from prison he set free Little children and the aged Hand in hand stand all aglow Those who are crippled, broken, ruined Clad in garments white as snow The King is coming The King is coming I just heard the trumpet sounding And now His face I see
Dawn Noble, you can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again. You can download the iHeartRadio app and you can go to Pure Heart Ministries podcast and listen to this message uh, anytime, any day. Um, And I'd love for you to email me at dawn, D-A-W-N, at pureheart.today. That's all lowercase, all one word, no spaces, dawn at pureheart.today. Always, 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 I appreciate your prayers for this ministry, and I really would appreciate you helping to support this ministry. You can send a check to Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia. That's P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia, 26060. Some of you have been listening to this program for a very long time, and you have never, ever supported this program. And I'm asking you to please consider doing that. Well, this is Dawn Noble. I look forward to being with you again next week. Have a blessed Palm Sunday. Shalom, shalom. Peace be unto you.